Hey friends, welcome to What the Ale. I'm your host, Alana Ray. And I'm Mama Jay. And we are here to talk to you all about the things that are spooky and unsolved mysteries and weird murders and things. So yeah, um, Mom, why did you get into this whole cryptidy, spooky-ooky vibe here? Well, I think when I look back as a little kid, I was... Um, when I would go visit my grandparents, my grandpa Dale was always watching some kind of unsolved mysteries, forensic files type shows. Um, and so I feel like I got interested in true crime because of all of that. And then my dad um, took me to the movies all of the time. And we loved sci-fi and we loved horror movies. And so I think I'm interested in aliens and ghosty things because of that. So um, I think I get it from the two main male figures in my life. What about you? Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, also have definitely done the Forensic Files and Solved Mysteries with Grandpa. And um, yeah, I definitely think that's a part of it. I think one of my favorite things in college was when me and my friends would like stay up all night and like watch scary movies or like get like a little drunk, which is fine, and discuss like just crazy conspiracy theories and stuff. I feel like especially in college, you meet like a wide array of conspiracies whether it's like conspiracies on campus or you're trying to figure out glitches in the matrix or whatever so yeah I just think it's one of my favorite things to kind of discuss with people because the universe is so insane and there's so much to do and learn I think yeah well since you're my child (laughs) we we love to talk about these things together yeah yeah exactly (laughs) exactly um so yeah um so We wanted to start off with one of my favorite stories and weird phenomena, which is the Mothman. (laughs) Have you ever seen the Mothman movie with Richard Gere? Yes. You have. I have. But it was like ages ago. On a scale of one to ten, what did you think of that movie? (laughs) You know, I don't even remember enough about that movie to know how to rate it, um, but I do remember seeing it. Okay. Yeah, I feel like I've also seen it, but I have no memory of um, (laughs) what exactly I remember about that. So um, this is, I mean, I guess obviously there's a movie based off of it, um, but this is going a bit more into the actual history behind the Mothman character created for that movie. So what do you got to tell us? All right. So it all began in Point Pleasant, West Virginia, and 1966 right around thanksgiving okay all right and these two couples are having a double date as you will and they're driving along route 62 and apparently in this area there was an abandoned armory building and a power plant which they actually like in the town referred to lovingly as the tnt because they would do like nuclear bomb testing there oh my gosh Um, stay away from that and they're just driving along and all of a sudden they see this figure that's six to seven feet tall some sources said that it was all the way up to like 10 feet tall okay but this creature is just like standing there in front of their car with like bright red eyes okay was he like blocking their car or they just saw him in the distance I think the way the way I understood it was like they almost hit it. Like maybe oh. they were like going around a bend and it was like a fool. Like, okay. you know, when you see a deer when you're driving at night or whatever. Um, and so, I mean, I think reacting like a normal human, Roger Scarberry um, was like, hoo I 
am driving out of here and he sped towards the town. Like they were in the woods area and he's speeding. Going up to 100 miles an hour. Okay. And this creature, whatever it was, is like running and tripping over itself on the ground. But the second they say it like stopped and like rose up like a helicopter and was flying so fast that it was keeping up with them. Oh my gosh. Okay. So if they're going 100. So it was chasing them. It was clearly chasing them. I mean. Okay. It wasn't just like they saw it and were like, that was weird. You know, like it was chasing them. And so the couples pretty much like reported it right away like they were like hey this like really creepy thing happened and like this thing chased us and they didn't know what it was they were just like this is super freaky um oh and i should mention the main players' name so there's roger and linda scarberry who are married and Stephen mary mallet um and that'll just help later as we kind of tell the story okay um but after reporting to the police and again like the police were like these four people are telling the exact same account like it's not like You know, they interviewed them all separately, trying to, like, trip them up on answers, thinking they were kids pranking them or something. And it wasn't that at all, Um, at least according to them and the police. Um, And so based on the account of these two couples, the Point Pleasant Registry, which I guess is a local paper, published, Couple C, man-sized bird, creature, something? (laughs) Which is a great so headline. They didn't know how to, <laughs> to describe him. Okay. Yeah, he did not have a name at this point. But he had wings. They saw wings. Yeah. So we can get into his description too. I kind of wrote down the best I could based on all the different sources. Okay. So a lot of sources say he was anywhere from six to ten feet tall, with bright glowing red eyes. One person recorded reported that the eyes looked like those like bicycle reflectors, like you know the red huh. like yeah shiny thing. Um, and that they almost had a hypnotic type of effect. Like, it was like if you stared in the eyes, you weren't, according to some witnesses, they were like, I wasn't freaked out because they were, like, hypnotic. Like, I was just entranced by looking at this thing. Well, you know, there's the saying, like, the moth to a flame. <laughs> Maybe in this in this scenario, the moth man draws you in, like, the way a flame would draw a moth in. Yeah, Maybe. Um, and then in terms of color, they described him as brown or black, uh, like a moth, or like even like uh, some say gray. So again, just depends on the source. Okay. Um, and I think I've just seen a wide variety of like fan art and drawings of the Mothman. So I think descriptions just vary in general anyway. Uh-huh. Um, but so after this encounter and this article came out, people were like, we're going to go out to Route 62 and we're going to bring our rifles and we're going to go hunt for this thing. And like, this is West Virginia. So, I mean, you know, guns are a thing there. But like, I cannot imagine like someone seeing something like that and being like chased by a scary creature. And my instinct would be like, I'm going to go hunt this thing. Would you do that? <laughs> I don't know that I would because, you know, I'm not all that brave. But I mean, I guess. I would want somebody to go out and at least try to verify if there's something out there. And maybe that person would want to be armed in case it was scary. Yeah. Yeah. I can understand, like, wanting to be armed, but I think it just seems completely yeah. insane that you're yeah. going to, like, yeah. I don't know. Like, what would they do? Yeah. Like, um, and that's something, too, because people have reported that, like, the Mothman, like, when they've, like, shot at it, it doesn't always, like get like wounded it just kind of like will keep coming so you know obviously they don't know what this thing is but it's strange um 
But so after this encounter, I mean, there have just been sightings all over the place. So I'm going to do a few of the like most famous and like most like heavily reported encounters because there's millions. I feel like everyone's like, I've seen the Mothman, but like, we'll see. Mm-hmm. So actually, so three days before the Scarberry and Millette encounter that I just mentioned, a group of five men in, I want to say, you say Clendenin, hmm. West Virginia. Okay. Um, it's apparently right next to uh, Point Pleasant. Um, but they saw a shadowy man-like figure fly over their heads while they were digging a grave. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Whose grave were they digging? Based on curiosity. That, that, was not, that was not given in the text. Okay. Um, I really don't know. Okay. Um, but, you know, I think about how, like... Yeah, it's just, it's kind of spooky anyway. You're like, in the woods, digging a grave, and you see this thing fly over your head. This is even that sounds sus. You're just like, in the middle of the woods, digging a grave. I really want to know more about what they were burying out there. Because it seems like normal people bury their people in a cemetery. I, yeah, man. Okay, we'll have to do another story about that. Maybe there's there's a true crime element in that yeah. that we have not uh, yeah, discovered. Maybe the Mothman was trying to call him out. And, um... So these guys, basically, they heard the story from three days later because they, they were like, oh, maybe it was just an owl. Like, maybe our eyes are playing tricks on us. But they all saw a man-like figure. Like, they all said that. Um, but so then they kind of came out after the other sighting and were like, no, 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 we saw something like that, too. Mm. And so. That would be a really big owl. That would be, like, six to seven feet. I mean, what? I mean, I guess, like, eagles and stuff are really big, but, like. I've never seen an owl that big, I don't think. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I don't know. But it sounds like Point Pleasant is actually really close to Ohio, like right on the border. So there were also like reports in Ohio as well as in West Virginia because they're so close. But an Ohio newspaper is the one that published the creature with the famous title, The Mothman. Um and I think it was probably after one of these encounters where they said it made like, um, it looked like a moth when it flew or something. Um, so then there was a really famous case in Salem, West Virginia, where Newell Partridge was watching TV and his TV screen started like distorting and showing like weird patterns. Okay. And so at the same time that the weird patterns were showing up, his he heard a loud noise outside he was like that's weird like i'm alone on the farm what's happening so he shines a flashlight in the direction of the noise and he just sees two glowing red eyes staring oh. back at him yeah i would not like that at all and this is the guy that said that they looked like bike reflectors which again is just so freaky <laughs> um and so apparently this isn't the only encounter partridge had with the mothman um i guess days later he was walking his dog and his dog saw like him and his dog saw the mothman and the dog took off chasing it and never returned hmm. so that's really sad that is really sad like, i hope i hope the dog and the mothman are just best friends like mothman kept the dog or something <laughs> okay you can believe that fantasy if you want i, I don't think that's how that would have played out <laughs> i would prefer that um 
to other things. Okay. But anyway, um, the most, I guess, infamous sighting of the Mothman was on December 15th, 1967. So a suspension bridge called the Silver Bridge um, collapsed in Point Pleasant, killing 46 people. Oh, my gosh. And so the bridge reportedly crushed or collapsed under the weight of the rush hour traffic and they attributed it to a faulty suspension chain and poor maintenance of the bridge okay that's the official report oh my gosh but like dozens of people were saying before the bridge fell the mothman was on the bridge oh so they think there was some sabotage so some people think the mothman was trying to warn about the bridge like some people are like no he was just flying above it he wasn't on it and some people are like no he was on the bridge like he was up to something um and i think it really goes into like some of the theories as like if the mothman is good or bad um because i think there's a lot of debate of like does mothman warn you of bad things or is mothman like causing chaos (laughs) um but this bridge um was really important because it connected point pleasant to Gallipolis, Ohio. Um, and so, like, people's commutes and stuff were just, like, all messed up after that. Um, and a good thing to note is that the pretty much all Mothman sightings really ended after the bridge collapsed. Oh, really? Yeah. So he was maybe, like, tied to the bridge or something? Maybe, or maybe he is some sort of otherworldly visitor that needed to handle something. I don't really know. Um, But, yeah, so after the collapse, John Keel, who is a UFO investigator, um, was just kind of doing his due diligence about the bridge collapse because he was based in Ohio, and he was able to, like, realize and report that all these people were seeing the Mothman. Um going up to the up like leading up to the bridge collapse and um he's interesting because he was just i guess leading up to um the mothman sightings there had just been increased ufo sightings in the area and so he was investigating the ufos and then the mothman phenomenon started um and he actually wrote a very famous book called the mothman prophecies um which i did not read but i'm sure it's great (laughs) um (laughs) And then there are just, you know, some other random sightings of Mothman that there's really no evidence behind, but I think is interesting. So one of the most famous is that he was at Chernobyl before the disaster. Okay. People, I guess, reported seeing him. Uh, Like, I supposedly there's pictures. I don't know. Eastern Europe scares me. I have not looked into the pictures. Um, And then he was very famously, supposedly, at the World Trade Center the day before 9-11. Okay. But again, are people thinking that he's a warning or people think he's, like, part of the cause? Yeah, so I Or mean, maybe he's there to just, like, suck the energy out of the dead or something. Yeah, and I mean, this goes into the theories, but I think the theories are, like, is it a UFO? Is it, like, some sort of time traveler? Is it, you know, whatever? Because people are like, okay, maybe a time traveler is wearing a disguise but they're trying to stop bad things from happening or something, huh. right? Or maybe it's an alien that somehow knows that something's going to happen or that sort of thing. But, yeah, there's really not a lot of reports of, like, Mothman actually 
like doing anything that like harmful to people or okay. like really doing anything super scary. Like I think um, I saw in a BuzzFeed Unsolved episode, which you know th- those guys are wild. But <laughs> um, if, if you don't watch BuzzFeed Unsolved or their new show Ghost Files, please check it out. It's wonderful. Um, Ryan and Shane be my friend. Um, but no, uh, they interviewed somebody who said that the uh, Linda Scarberry, so the first witness, like. At some point, Mothman was, like, trying to kidnap her baby. Hmm. And she had to, like, wrestle her kid away from Mothman. Really? And yeah, so that does sound like he's a bad guy. So that sounds like he's a bad guy. But aside from that and the dog story, nothing else he's doing really is that crazy. Well, in the chase in the car, though, I wonder what he would have done if he had caught the car. That's true. That is true. Yeah. He could have done something. <laughs> so he does sound a little like a bad guy. Yeah, he's definitely creepy. Maybe, maybe they stumbled on something they weren't supposed to see. You know, and that's kind of my um, him. <laughs> <laughs> True, <laughs> my theory with the Mothman is, uh, yeah, he probably is some otherworldly visitor or something. But I have about five-ish theories that I could see being connected okay. to what or who Mothman is. Okay, so what are the theories? All right, so number one is some sort of government tampering mutant type of thing. Hmm. So as I mentioned, they did the nuclear testing at that power plant. Okay. And a lot of people are like, well, if there was like some weird mutated bird or something in the area or, I don't know, radiation scary. So their idea was Mothman is a mutated bird due to this weird testing. Okay. And there were a lot of large birds, like I'm going to mention now. So a lot of people think it's a large bird, whether a sandhill crane or an owl. Sandhill cranes um, are quite big for cranes, and they have a wingspan of up to 10 feet. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So when you think about that, like, yeah, that could make a lot of sense if there was, like, a bird that wandered into the nuclear test site and then something went crazy. But then I also, like, I feel like <laughs> I don't – I'm not a scientist, so please don't hate me, universe. Um but I feel like I remember in my science classes, they were like, yeah, like mutants like that wouldn't happen like immediately. It would happen over time. Yeah, you would think that would be an evolutionary thing over time. But that could make sense if the testing was in World War II because this is in the 60s. Okay. So. But still, it sounds like it combined a bird with a man. So it wasn't necessarily just a bird that yeah mutated. Well, I don't know. Yeah, I don't really know. Yeah, there's not a lot of evidence on this theory. Most okay. people think it's other stuff. Okay. Um. And so, like I said, people do think it could just be a big bird and mm-hmm. people are filling in the, bl- the blanks because they just don't know. Um, and so, like I mentioned, the Sandhill Crane, um, and they're big, like I said, and they actually do have red markings around the eyes. Oh. So. But are they reflective? <laughs> I know. And I, I Googled a picture of the birds and they're very beautiful, but they're not like, they, it doesn't look like it'd be reflective, but yeah. you never know. I mean. And that was the other theory, too, is, like, owls, because I feel like owls have the really reflective big eyes. So, you know, if you shone a flashlight and an owl was nearby, it'd look pretty scary. Yeah. Um, and I – they do have big wingspans. Some owls are much bigger than others. But, again – See, when you say owl, I'm thinking, like, a little barn owl. I'm not no. thinking, like, I can't picture – I've never seen a bigger owl. Mm-hmm. But there are, like, the great horned owls and things that are Mm -hmm. bigger. But, again, like, I just don't imagine an owl. Like, my thing is that they say it is shaped like a man with wings. Yeah. So even if it was a bird, it wouldn't look like a man with wings. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Very weird. 
And a good thing to mention is that there are owls in the area, but a sandhill crane isn't native to West Virginia at all. Okay. They have been known to migrate occasionally, but they're not like commonly there. And that could be a reason why it's a crane too, if people have never seen them before mm. and they're spooked because they're in the woods at night or something. Again, I don't know. <laughs> it still doesn't explain like legs, arms, hands, or head of a man. Yeah, yeah, the, the humanoid part is what doesn't make sense. So then we get into the part that I think could kind of explain it and goes with the bird theory is that there was like a mass hysteria among the people of Point Pleasant, West Virginia. Like at the time, really small town, you know, story spreads like wildfire. All of a sudden, everyone's seeing the Mothman. It's not just, you know, the one couple. And so... Yeah, maybe it was a large bird, and maybe, like, Mothman only appeared this one time, but then all of a sudden, like, every time they see a big bird or, like, the glowing eyes, they're like, oh, my gosh, like, it's Mothman. Yeah. So, um, and that's why I only included, like, some of the really obvious, like, sightings, because a lot of times, like, it's just like, yeah, I saw him while I was driving, or he was outside of my house the other night, and there's lots of things that are human-like or have wings or red eyes that could be, if you're, like in the woods like I feel like we've even on road trips and stuff seen deer and like sometimes their eyes are really freaky looking so Uh yeah I don't know it just to me I'm not totally buying that like everyone saw Mothman so I could see mass hysteria or like some sort of group think type of situation happening okay um one of my favorite theories is that the Mothman is a prankster and that some guy was just like I'm gonna make a crazy costume and hide in the woods and scare people (laughs) <laughs> Honestly, though, of the theories, that one seems the most realistic to me. But, right. Because, but well, although flying and chasing the car at 100 miles an hour, yeah, I don't think a prankster could do that. That's the only thing. Yeah. yeah. Like, unless they had, like, a motorcycle and were able to, like, like I just don't, you know, like, there's but nothing. The people saw him flying, right? That's what they said. They said he lifted up, like, a helicopter. Yeah. So, okay, maybe not a prankster, but, yeah. But it makes the most sense when you think of, like, maybe he pranked this couple in the woods and then it became, like, kind of this urban legend and he's like i'm just gonna let this sit here let everybody see mothman even though i did nothing yeah (laughs) so it could be a fun theory and like i think about like i feel like there's tons of like i don't know coming of age movies with teen boys like climbing trees and doing silly things so i could see it okay it could be some elaborate prank some people also say it could be an elaborate prank by the people of point pleasant where they just wanted to up their tourism because as you know Mothman has engulfed this entire town. <laughs> like, they have a Mothman festival every year. They have Mothman cafes, Mothman pizza, Mothman statue. The statue has quite the luscious butt that everybody likes to see. <laughs> um, you know, there's. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, guy's got to have a butt. Where is he going to poop? You know, yeah, got to have a butt. I understand, but this this is a very defined butt for a statue. Okay. <laughs> um, so there's all sorts of, you know, that is, like, another reason why they think it's a prank. Like, maybe the town. Because I think they were, you know, because of the nuclear testing and stuff, they had a lot of jobs and a lot of, like, a stronger economy, like, before and during the war. And then, like, the businesses were starting to dwindle. and because, um, But I think that we should make up a character for our hometown and make lots of money off of that. So what, yeah. would our, what, what kind of character should we make for our town? Well, we are the farm to fork can- capital, so we could be like Tomato Man. <laughs> tomato Man? Tomato Man. That doesn't sound very scary. <laughs> it's like, 
like the hamburger. <laughs> like, not scary at all. Um, yeah. Okay, we're gonna have to think on that, y'all. But we're gonna I workshop. Think, I think that we should come up with some elaborate hoax, and then we should make like have a store. Yeah. And we should copyright everything, so mm-hmm. you can only buy that stuff from our store, and then we make lots of money. Oh, exactly. And you know, like Angel is is quite the cryptid. She's yeah. she's a strange one. Um, so we could we could do something with Angel Face, I think. But anyway, so one of the most like elaborate theories I found was that. Mothman is related to UFOs and other worlds and the men in black. And I actually really like this theory. Um, So, you know, I find the men in black very fascinating. We might have to do a flight of just like random men in black sightings because I went down a real rabbit hole doing doing these notes and um, they're a little crazy. So starting off... um, Pretty much immediately after the sightings and after the bridge fell, um, there were reportedly men in black suits who were perfectly dressed but out of style, who were going around the area asking questions about the creature and warned them not to speak out about the experience. This could be, you know, there's lots of theories about the men in black in general, whether it's like, you know, U.S. government or whether it's like otherworldly. What period was their clothing from? So a lot of people say, like, if this was in the 60s, they say the suits were more, like, out of the 40s. Oh. I like that style. I like that look. That's a good look. It's a classy look. But Linda Scarberry actually gave a really in-depth description, um, and it freaks me out. So I'm just going to say the description and then let you note. So she said, the men in black wore... Black suits, black hats, and sunglasses. They drove black cars. Cadillacs, I think. They looked like human beings, but their skin was somewhat transparent. You could see the veins in their hands very clearly. Their fingers were longer than a normal person's fingers as well. Daddy shook hands with them, and he said they were really awkward in shaking hands. They seemed to not know what to do or how to shake hands. So... So we're not talking about Will Smith and Tommy Lee Jones. No, unfortunately, they were because <laughs> those are clearly off cool that day. Black. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I don't know, like you know, it almost seems like they are like based on our research. This is what humans wear and look like, so we'll do this, but they don't actually know. Okay. Because they even say that like they felt really like people have said we felt really threatened by them, um, like. People have felt like they, you know, are following them. And, like, people say that they, like, don't look human. Like, they don't have, like, eyebrows or eyelashes. And they have, like, bright red lips in some cases or something. Like, it's just, like, something's off with all of them. Okay. Um, But they're sort of trying to fit in. Yeah. Like, they're trying to fit in. So they're not, like completely unhuman but they're just like well, they're off. not completely threatening if they're trying to fit in right so i think they're probably like and according to like this account at least i think they're probably somehow in cahoots with the mothman and they're just like trying to protect people from going too far into yeah. the research of what the phenomenon was um and this actually tracks because uh, men in black are everywhere when it comes to ufo sightings and stuff and so that year, up and down the Ohio River, there were tons of UFO sightings. And John Keel, the author I mentioned earlier, 
really was only investigating UFOs and then stumbled onto the Mothman story because it happened at the same time. And other things they found during this time were mutilated farm animals, mysterious lights in the sky, and he could actually use like Morse code to communicate with the lights and they seemed to respond. So there's like a story where he spelled out descend and the lights like lowered themselves. The Mothman did? No, the, like the oh, lights. No, the men in black or the Mothman did the clicking? The guy investigating the UFOs, John Keel. Oh. Yeah. So that's why he was investigating the UFOs and that's how he found out about Mothman basically was because he was like, there's some conspiracy happening with okay. these lights and the men in black and this Mothman person. Um, and so I think that's really interesting. And then actually, on the other hand, the Millettes also encountered men in black. And they said that it was a man and woman um, carrying a camera visited them and they wanted to take a picture of them. And I don't know how they had it, were able to really do this, but they took down the license plate of the Cadillac that the people were driving in because they were like, that was really sus that they just like took pictures of us and like we're acting kind of weird. Something okay. seemed off. And when they ran the number with the police, they said that no cars in the country were registered with that plate. Huh. Okay. So that's super interesting too. So again, is it like a secret government agency or is it like aliens made a fake car with a fake or maybe a real car but fake plates I don't know like it's just it's super weird um and that was actually something that John Keel noticed too so they would follow him around all the time like he was like I would chase them because they would follow me and then like you know I would like turn a corner and they'd be gone Hmm. or he was saying that like he would travel to places where they were reported um Apparently, once he had reported that they were traveling around in Cadillacs, they switched to Volkswagens. Hmm. Um, That's a big change. (laughs) Right? (laughs) And I'm like, are you talking like a bus? Let's go from a caddy to a bug. (laughs) I know, right? But I mean, bug fits in with Mothman. (laughs) I guess. Yeah, maybe. Um, I guess it's less 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 conspicuous. Yeah. uh, Whatever the word is. Conspicuous. There we go. Because I guess, you know, late 60s, early 70s, there'd be lots of bugs around. So who knows? Um, And they can hang out with Ted Bundy. (laughs) (laughs) Mom, do not bring Ted into this. Okay. (laughs) But it sounds like we, there's, it sounds like there's a lot more to learn about the men in black too. So yeah. And like I said, I mean, there are like really famous people who have encountered the men in black. Like Dan Aykroyd has a great story about encountering them, all these people. It's insane. Well, I bet that's a riot. Dan Aykroyd telling a <laughs> I know. We should. Uh, em and Christine actually covered that on And That's Why We Drank. They covered, like, all of his weird UFO encounters. Oh. Which was a really cool story. But, like, I don't want to, like, word for word copy them. So we might include him in a flight or something. Okay. I don't know. Um, but, and the thing, back to John Keel, our friend who was chasing the men in black. He wrote down every license plate he encountered and none had ever been issued. So this wasn't a one-off. It was every single car. Um, And so, like I said, we are going to come back to the men in black. They're kind of insane. Um, But, yeah, I that's really all my notes on the Mothman. Like I said, I did, like, the most, like, meaty of the encounters. But um, let's get into a bit of the pop culture. So Point Pleasant has completely embraced this legend. There's a Mothman Museum, an annual Mothman Festival, Mothman-themed businesses, and a 12-foot statue of the creature. Also, like, cryptozoologists around the world, like, 
love Mothman. I feel like anytime there's like fan art or anything, there's always a Mothman included. So this little tiny story has really turned into this crazy thing. Um, the Mothman Prophecies book was written in 1975, and in 2002 it was turned into the movie with Richard Gere and Lisa, not Lisa Linney, Laura Linney. Uh-huh. Um, and actually that film also completely like revamped the tourism and economy in Point Pleasant. So there is, again, a conspiracy that they're trying to keep the story alive to keep I'm that sure economy going. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> they're making it work for them. And I support it. You know, small business we love. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm down for it. You know, obviously there's lots of us that are interested in these phenomena or these stories. So, yeah, yeah, I'm down with them keeping that town active in the, in the yeah. story. Yeah, and of course, like I mentioned BuzzFeed Unsolved earlier but you know ancient aliens and unsolved mysteries and i'm sure ghost adventures probably has done mothman stuff i mean mothman is just like all over the place it's such a huge like legend and folklore here in the u.s so um yeah i think it's interesting but what do you think do you think it's an alien do you think it's a mass hysteria (laughs) what what is the vibe to you what you know i don't know you bring in the men in black and all that stuff and it adds a different layer but there's part of me that is a little like yeah, you know, I could see the town. <laughs> you know, like the town getting together. The town's like, okay, well, we're going to have, well, but back then they didn't have, like, you know, the technology we have to have things flying very fast after a car, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I didn't. Some, like, it's all explained at the end, yeah. but like there's something. And that is something, too, because I think people have, like, been like, oh, yeah, it was totally a prank. And then other people have been like, no, 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 it was a real thing. Like, my mom saw him. Like, yeah. you know, so. It is just this urban legend that is, like, so popular here in the States. But, um, yeah, I don't really know. Yeah, but you should definitely post a picture of that statue because it sounds like <laughs> a fascinating statue. He is a sassy, sassy statue. And that's a good segu, Mom. Um, segue. Anyway, um, if you like this episode, if you want to check out Mothman's statue and our very cute dog, Angel Face, um, you can check us out at what the ale pod on Instagram. You could also email us at what the ale pod at gmail.com. If you have story suggestions or you just want to be friends, please don't be creepy. <laughs> yes, please don't. We are not. So we are fans of creepy and storytelling, not when it's aimed at us. <laughs> exactly. And of course, if you, um, also want to send in a story suggestion we do have a little bitly link in our show bio that you can click on and it'll take you to a handy dandy form um but yeah mom is there anything else you want to plug share promote oh no but i mean cheers to a first episode to a first i think episode. you killed it um, some so angel face went ahead and picked a card for you all to <laughs> manifest today and she picked the Mother of Wands, which is basically the Queen of Wands. My deck um, really likes to keep things fancy schmancy. But the Queen of Wands basically indicates that you lead a busy life and you're always the social butter- butterfly, making connections with others and putting yourself out there as you pursue your current vision. You are creative, courageous, and determined. You're unafraid to speak up and be heard. Now, I think that's very suiting for Mothman. I think that's very suiting for you <laughs> at this stage of life. <laughs> I hope so. I mean, I try, you know. Yeah. Um, no, but I do think, you know, Mothman 
he, I think he wanted to make friends. You know what I think it was? I think Mothman, like, was a traveler that came to Earth and was like, I want to meet these people, but I don't know how to make friends. And then he scared people. Well, you know, and he sounds a little scary, and I think that's why the town made him sassy silver, you know, because they were like, oh, we're going to make him sleek and sexy and, <laughs> like, make him have more appeal. Yeah. Yeah, I like to think that all the cryptids are just really friendly and, like, aren't trying to hurt us. And they're just like, let's be friends. But then they're misunderstood. So I like that with Mothman. Yeah. Yeah. All right, friends. Well, thanks for checking us out. Like I said, check out the socials. Send us suggestions. Tell us how we're doing. Like, subscribe. Give us five stars. All that jazz. And And we just want to say thank you so, so much. We appreciate you. And we'll see you next Wednesday.